Good morning. How are you? Thank you for joining me uh, on the One Man Sports Show. Uh, we're looking at a March 31st and uh, happy to be here. Hope you guys all had a good night last night. If you followed me yesterday uh, on the basketball side of things, you're probably a little happier uh, with me this morning. Uh, as we did do uh, pretty good going over the games from yesterday on the basketball side. Hockey was, was a little bit mediocre, but uh, play, playing on the puck line a lot of the times, uh, you know, the, we, we, were, we were within inches, so sometimes that happens. Um, I do like uh, the beat, and, and uh, I think a lot of the, the games were close where I'm feeling good about my prospects today. Uh, it's a busy day. Uh, in the in the NBA and uh, the NHL is it does have uh, does have quite a few games on on the schedule. Looking back at yesterday, just to touch on on what happened yesterday, uh, we did have the, we did talk about the Hornets and and their ability to be able to beat Washington and and Washington having you know the scoring ability to maybe cover um, that didn't happen. The Hornets did win by ten on the road. Uh, we thought the Nuggets would come in or. We talked about on this podcast about the Nuggets coming in and, and being able to uh, dominate and being in a good spot to dominate uh, the Sixers on the road in this one, and we saw that. So you know that was that was good yesterday. Uh, Orlando, another team that we thought uh, that I thought could to definitely overcome the spread yesterday, and, and they ended up winning that game in a shocker. So uh, at least shocking to me in a game that Leonard did play. So Orlando Magic, do you believe in Magic? Uh, I, I'm gonna start start thinking that way. Uh, you know that Magic team has some fun things going on. You know, you know they're young. Uh, last night they got a good performance out of Chuma Okiki. Uh, I don't know what else you want out of out of a basketball player, and 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 as far as having fun in a name. So I'm definitely going to be, you know, believing in the magic more. Okiki and Ross being back and a positive energy porter uh, from from that trade with with the Bulls. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens in Orlando. Uh, you know, it's not that I think they're going to be world beaters or anything, but we're definitely looking for teams that are defying the odds. So. Uh, yeah, excited about to see see more magic from our magic. Uh, the Suns did end up beating uh, the Hawks in a game. Uh, they I thought they should have won, and and they did end up uh, beating the Hawks there by seven. Looking over to the NHL side of things, yesterday uh, the Oilers <clears throat> play uh, a, a tough game in Montreal. Uh, you know, I could tell you a whole lot about about what I think about that game, um, but you know, at the end of the day, the goaltending uh, wasn't good. They weren't able to overcome it. You know, his his uh, the Koskinen was in net for the Oilers last night, and his team wasn't there really to bail him out. Uh, you know, I have I have some questions about my Edmonton Oilers. Uh, you know, last night they 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 started uh, Kara on the face-off dot, uh, at least the first and second period they did. And, you know, there is value in winning a face-off, but in both plays, the Oilers kind of ended up back up on their backs, you know, having to defend against, you know, the superior line coming the other way, uh, giving up a goal on the first period, uh, you know, within 
moments of that game starting. Uh, McDavid, you know, in the first period of that game, ha had his ice time diminished below anything we've seen this year. And, I, I you know, I think that that has something to do with how they started this game with, with Cara on the dot. And, and uh, yeah, you, you need to maximize McDavid's minutes. So I do question kind of the thought process behind uh, that going on last night in the Oilers game. And, and then they did end up getting away. And, you know, this drives me crazy. Uh, I, I am a, a proponent for, for Dreisaitl and McDavid playing on separate lines. But I, I'm even a bigger spokesman for the fact that whatever they do to stick with it and, and to go back and forth and back and forth. So last night, again, we, we saw them broken up and we saw McDavid playing with Pilot. Pulley-Arvey and, and, uh, and, and Cassian, which I like, and Yamamoto and Nuge back with, uh, with, dry, with Dreisaitl. Uh, but, but they're going to have to pick one way or the other, you know, if they're going to find some cohesion and some flow on this team. And then uh, Koskinen, uh, they're definitely going to have to do something about that as well. Um, I, I just don't see them being a very competitive team, you know, if they continue to, to skate him out there. So they do have Staylock waiting in the wings, so it'll be interesting to see uh, the next time that comes up in the Oilers rotation who gets the start there. Rangers continue to stay hot. You know, they, they take on a Capitals team, which has been a good battle between those teams. And, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more of that in, in a year where the Rangers looked like they were, it was going to be a lost year for the Rangers. Definitely coming on stronger and uh, getting more competitive, beating Washington 5-2. to two, And then in a game on Sunday that they had where they uh, lost in a close one. So Rangers are definitely a team where, where we're going to start looking for, for value as well. Uh, the Red Wings weren't able to uh, get close to the Panthers yesterday in a game where I thought the, the Panthers would win, but uh, ended up rolling with that puck line. Uh, Bruins, uh, in a must-win game, they absolutely had to have this game. Uh, they almost didn't. Having to go to the shootout, uh, Blackwood uh, kept kept them in this one for the Devs. Uh, so, and the Bruins, you know, the Bruins, uh, you know, I think there's we've got to put a bit of an alert on them. Rask is, is out. Um... So Halak's got, got, got the net right now, and I look at the main players on this team, and, you know, granted, they have great players, and, and I look at their age, and I look at what this this Bruins team's been up to, and, you know, all points, signs point to, you know, them not really meeting their potential, and and uh, it's, it's something to be monitored as going forward if, if we consider the Bruins to be among the elite of NHL teams, uh, you know, I think they're, they're, that conversation is one that probably you could have. Uh, the Blue Jackets did come in and beat the Lightning in a game we talked about happening. Uh, I ended up going the safe route on taking the, the Blue Jackets with the one and a half, but the money line would have been good here too uh, with the 500 goalie starting uh, for the Lightning. Uh, the Blackhawks upset uh, the, the Hurricanes 2-1. to one. In a game, I thought the Hurricanes would win, and and we're in a spot where where they kind of had to win. You know, this is a a spot where they really needed to pick up the W. So we'll keep an eye on that situation there. And, and the Hurricanes, what you know, has been kind of a low scoring uh, team, and that's another team I kind of look at some of their line combinations and wonder if they're being deployed in the most effective way. And until that gets sorted sorted out, uh, it, it may limit their potential uh, in my mind. Uh, Predators, Stars played in a game which uh, I thought would be competitive yesterday. It was a competitive game. Uh, the Preds did end up winning that one uh, in, in OT. 
so we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on on the stars as we discussed yesterday. It's a team that a lot of uh, I've heard pundits, you know, say is on the uprise and to look out for. So that that kind of remains to be seen. Uh, maybe when Radulov gets back, which I think is soon, we'll see some uh, we'll see some progress there. Uh, switching over back to the NBA and just kind of what's going on today uh, in the association. We've got the Raptors uh, in to see the Thunder. Uh, you know, this is kind of like the sad sap bowl uh, in, in my mind. The Raptors are, are the, sorry, the Thunder are, are on a home uh, losing streak. The Raptors are, are, are on a losing streak. Uh, there's, just, uh, there's just not a lot of good things going on. Uh, Raptors one and nine uh, in their last ten. Uh, Thunder a little better at four and six. Uh, Shea Gregorius Alexander out um, for this one. Raptors relatively healthy, and you know they they just haven't been playing well. They did have the the reason of health. Uh, earlier, uh, you know, with COVID, uh, COVID issues on their team, but right now they are a healthy squad and they're still not getting it done. It, it makes you wonder. I, I do think they're having problems uh, on, on the inside, uh, and I, I think they're not getting, uh, you know, games from guys like Siakam and and getting growth out of OG's game right now where they thought they would be. So uh, we'll see what happens in this game. I do think the Raptors come in here with 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 a better lineup and more talent and more skill. Uh, so I'm going to look for them to to win uh, to give them the to give them uh, eight points on the road. Uh, according to one source I'm looking at here, I'm not too sure I'd be very comfortable with that. Just looking here to see if I can find on Sports Interaction. So Sports Interaction is also giving eight points. Uh, to the Raptors here, uh, I, I'm not too sure I buy that. So the money line Raptors 130, not very attractive. So in this one here, I think I will lean over to, to OKC uh, to to be able to get within eight points of this Raptors team, and, and I'm just not buying either team right now. So uh, why not keep my expectations of the Raptors are so low right now, just to to, to have them come in and. And, and for me to definitively take them as an eight-point favorite over anyone right now, I, j I just can't do it. And this is a game you just may want to avoid, you know, too, as, as a better. It, it's not it's not great value in my mind. Uh, Trailblazers in to see the Pistons. Uh, I think the Trailblazers come into this one. Uh, well, they're 28, eight, 28 and 18 heading into Pistons, this team that's 13 and 33. Detroit has, uh, you know, so some young guys in Sadiq Bay and Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy Grant has been leading them on the offense. Uh, you know, and they come in, play, uh, you know, at home, and this Portland team comes in, they're a winning squad. They've, they've got lots of firepower. Uh, they're a team I don't think defends very well, but just recently got upgraded uh, with Nurkic coming back, so I do, I do think that helps um, helps them down, down low uh, on defense, and I do think that they're in a spot to win this game. Uh, it's just a game where I, I do think they uh, they're in, they're in line for a win. Call it intuition. Uh, seven and a half points tonight. I, I don't think uh, Detroit is able to keep up with the Blazers in this one. I do like uh, Portland uh, being able to cover. So the seven and a half points not a big deal. Moving on to the Heat 
at, at the Pacers. Uh, the Heat's a team that's been driving me crazy, uh, underachieving all year, playing a Pacers team that I think has been underrated. Uh, Sabonis has, has, has been having a great year. Uh, and and Butler has, has also been having a good year for, for the Heat, but, you know, the Heat, they've just been surprising. They've got... They've got uh, Bam and and Jimmy, and, and you think that they're set. They've got a lot of uh, they've got a lot of uh, three shooters in Robinson and, and Hero that can shoot the ball from outside. And you know, it, it just looks like it's a good spacing situation for them and, and having a good roster. But it just doesn't translate to them being a very good high scoring team for whatever reason. Uh, you know, that just hasn't been the case. So this Pacers team is able to to score some points. And, and Miami will, will have to work hard, I think, to, to keep pace on this one. You know, they have been disappointing me all year. You know, I don't have any reason to believe. They're, they're a point and a half favorite on the road. Uh, no thank you. Uh, I see the Pacers here are, are a point and a half uh, at home. So I love it when I can get points at home. So I'm going to go there. And, and and you could look at the money line, but the the point spread to the money line, the 191 odd versus the 207. To me, I might as well uh, shelter myself behind that that point and a half. Mavs are in to see the Celtics, and which should be a great game. Uh, the Celtics, of course, uh, I, th I think they're going to have a hard time keeping up with their season averages tonight. They uh, they have missed Brown. Uh, he's out with an injury. Fournier is in for the Celtics. He did get heavy minutes in their last game, and uh, he didn't put up any points. So not to say that, that that's a major concern for uh, the Celtics, but definitely something uh, you, you don't want to see or you're you know kind of hoping for better. So uh, they'll look for Fournier to get more on track tonight and, and make more of a contribution. Uh, Smart, you know, had a good game. Walker's been been able to throw the the ball good from uh, from three, you know, nailing his three. So the Celtics do have some things going on uh, outside of Brown being away, where some of that offense can be diverted to other areas. Uh, the Mavericks uh, coming into this one, of course, they're led by Doncic and Porzingis, and I think the the Mavericks here are in a spot where they're uh, playing a team that's been kind of. Hot and cold in my mind in these uh, these Celtics. They uh, they're coming into this one. The Celtics are a point favorite at home. And uh, looking at what they've been up to, they recently lost to uh, an underrated Pelicans team at home. Previous to that, at home they they squeaked out a win over the Magic. They had the Kings and they lost had the Jazz, and they lost at home. So Boston has not been prolific at home and has not been a, a good at home as of late. Uh, I, I do like the, the, the idea of the Mavericks being able to uh, really take advantage of the Celtics uh, inside in this one and uh, being able to punish them that way. Uh, so I do think that uh, the two guys for the Mavericks are poised to have, have a good game here tonight. Looking at what the Mavericks have done, you know, they just be recently beat a Thunder team on, on Monday convincingly. Uh, lost to that same Pelicans team that, that Boston had a problem with. Uh, lost to a Pacers team that's uh, also underrated in my mind. Uh, and then winning on the road 
against the Timberwolves convincingly, winning on the road against the Trails Blazers convincingly. So this can be a good game tonight. It's one where I think too you kind of kind of got to look at the odds. So uh, I do like the the idea here that either team could win this game. So by all means, you know, follow your your betting instincts on this one. Uh, I'm going to chase the money a little bit on this, and I see the best number on the board is the Mavericks money line 198 or the Mavericks getting the point at 191. So uh, one point. I'm not too sure that matters to me at all. Uh, so I'm going to take the, the Mavs on the money line and say that they do get it done on the road. Looking ahead to the Rockets coming in to see the Nets. Uh, the Nets in this one are uh, still without Durant. They uh, recently added Aldridge. I do not believe he's expected to go tonight. Uh, you know, one of the problems the Rockets have is, is, especially with Wood, who's expected, again, out for tonight, so check for him, but, you know, they basically don't have any interior defender to, to put up with with, uh, with scoring bigs. Uh, in the Nets, you know, they just added Blake Griffin, so watch for him. He's been highly efficient since joining the Nets. His minutes have been restricted. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how many minutes he gets. But when he's been available to the Nets, uh, he's been really e efficient in his scoring line. So uh, he should, be, you know, if he, any minutes he does get tonight, he, he should look to, uh, uh, it should, it should, should be pretty good for him. So uh, Claxton, another big uh, for the Nets. Uh, Jordan, so all those guys tonight that the Nets actually deploy fairly regularly uh, should be successful. Uh, what I don't like about this game is the Nets are a 12 and a half point favorite on on, on the uh, on the Rockets here. Uh, I do think the Rockets do have the ability to, to get that three ball. I do think they have some excitement, some youth. You know, they have Wall to to me, who's underrated, gets forgotten about because he's on this Rockets team and he had his unhealthy year. But uh, you know, that guy's a superstar back there. So uh, the Rockets, I think, aren't getting enough respect in this game. Uh, so while I won't take them to win, because I, I think the Nets are going to win, and I'm not too sure they have a chance at 12.5 points, I do think the Rockets are going to cover uh, the Nets, I think, tonight. You know, generally, I, I, they don't win by that much at home. And then trying to get this adrenaline up for this Rockets team, which uh, they, they might be discounting a little bit tonight coming in. So I'm going to look for the Rockets to be able to keep this one within 12.5 Moving on to the Knicks at the Timberwolves. Uh, this is a game I, you know, I'm, I'm not too too uh, eager to get on, on either team's uh, fan wagon. Really, the the Timberwolves have been disappointing all year. Of course, Cat's back now. Uh, Russell's close to coming back. They have Beasley, who's, who's a player that you know you just don't really feel good about wanting good things for. And you got the Knicks, and the Knicks to me are a, a team that you know they're they're kind of funny on paper. They look like they could be okay, and, and then you look on how they deploy those those players on paper, and you're like, oh, that's not going to work. And then you look at the results that they get, and you know they're like they they overachieve that. So. Uh, it's interesting. The Knicks, to me, are an interesting team. On this one, coming in versus the road uh, against a team that, like I said, this Timberwolves team hasn't been good all year, where the Knicks have been putting up a valiant effort. And if you look at the Knicks and their 500 record and how they've been getting it done, you know they're beating teams that that they need to beat. 
you know, so they're not they're not upsetting a lot of people. But when they when they are getting a chance to play those lower rated teams, uh, they're they're taking advantage of that. So this is an instance tonight coming in where I think you got to identify the Wolves as definitely one of those lower case teams, and and then you got to give the the Knicks even more credit. You know they just knocked off a Bucks team uh, on Saturday, uh, winning two against the Wizards. Uh, they beat the Magic uh, recently. They beat the Thunder. So they beat the Pistons. So these are just a lot of the bottom bottom of the of the barrel teams of the league so uh, i definitely think the timberwolves fit that criteria i see that the uh the spread the knicks are actually the favorite in this one uh getting three and a half points i do think uh that is not unreasonable you could shift your interest over to the money line at 160 if you wanted to play it a, a little safer uh which i think i'll probably do in this one uh although uh, you know, like I said, follow your, your betting chops on that one. Either way, you couldn't be faulted. Utah Jazz in to see the, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, uh, a team that's on the up and up. Uh, definitely a, a good defending team, playing a Jazz team who, uh, you know, one of the better teams in the West. This is a spot where you'd expect them to come in and, and earn a win. They are five and a half point favorites uh they have been playing good ball uh as of late um as of all season really the uh the the jazz are eight and two uh in their last 10 coming into this averaging 118.2 points I, I do think that the grizzlies are good enough uh at home to kind of knock them off their their average a bit so you know, I could see them scoring 114, 115 range tonight. And then for the Grizz uh, on the road, you know, the Jazz do do defend well. And I think they'll also be off of their, their, their norms tonight, pushing them down to like 105, 104. So uh, on, on that one, uh, you know, that, that puts us on the under if you're an over-under player. And I, I do think that that's enough for the Jazz to cover that spread at 191. The Kings are taking on the Spurs. The Kings have been rolling lately. Uh, what I like about this one right off the hop is that I know Fox is probably the guy in this game that's going to be able to dictate the pace of the game on the offense to the uh, to the Spurs. I don't think the Spurs are, are going to be able to have much of a response for that. If the Spurs want to stay in this game, you know I, I do think they're going to have to pick up the pace. And... Uh, and we'll see what happens. Uh, Holmes will be facing off against uh, Jakob Portal, uh, you know, in the paint for rebounds. Uh, the Kings, uh, he, he's been good. And when the Kings do have a rebounding advantage, you know, they, they typically win. So I do look for that to happen tonight. Uh, I, I love that the Spurs are, are the favorite in this game. I, I, I like the Kings better. So I'm, I'm looking at the money line. I'm looking at the 220. And I'm going to go with the Kings in this game. Just because, uh, yeah, they've just been rolling. I just, I believe in Fox. I believe in their scoring. Uh, the Kings are uh, looking for their sixth straight victory here coming into this one. So uh, I, I just like a lot about this game. So that Spur, or that Kings one is one that will be appearing in a lot of my parlays today. And I'll probably hit that with a, uh, with a rather, what will for me be a, a rather large individual uh, wager on that one because that, that's a good chance to kind of cover off some of my parlays today uh, I would hope 
So that is something that, that is definitely a game I'm I'm excited about. Uh, Bulls are in to see the Suns. Uh, the Suns have been rolling. Bulls are kind of a frustrating team to me. Uh, they, they've got some some guys there that you think could do some damage, but. Uh, for instance, they just added Vucevic, which I think is great. Uh, but then they go and they take Markin and move him to the bench, and they put uh, Thaddeus Young up uh, up into the starters' role. And to me, that just doesn't make any sense. To me, the 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 uh, the other di dynamic view, uh, you know, putting Vucevic together with Markin is way better dynamic to those two. Uh, I, I think you get better spread and stuff. So it makes me wonder what's going on with the Bulls. You know, they haven't been they haven't been playing well uh as of late so the, you know they just had the big trade it, it doesn't seem to like it's having a uh you know sometimes you get these trades and they can put your team on a run or a heater they did change the the dynamics well that hasn't happened you know they, they keep losing uh the, they've lost four in a row and, and this Suns team here at home uh playing great defense themselves i just think they get it done tonight uh, against these Bulls. Uh, the Bulls, to me, are, are just a team right now that I just don't want any part of. Uh, looking here, the Suns, as a as a seven-point favorite, are getting seven points at home. Uh, you know, anytime... The Bulls do have some scorers, so anytime you're giving Zach Levine uh, seven points, is something to stop and look at. So I'm, I'm just going to take a little look harder at, at the Suns here and see that they just recently beat the Hawks at home on Tuesday by seven points. Uh, prior to that, they beat the Lakers at home by 17. Uh, beat the Timberwolves by 12. So, uh, And then this Hawks, or sorry, this Bulls team on the road... Uh, most recently losing by 14 to the Warriors, losing by 16 to the Spurs. So I, I don't think they're going to, they, I don't like them to cover here, the Bulls. So I, I'm going to take the Suns and uh, I'm going to take the, the seven point, uh, take the, the minus seven points on the Suns here and, and hope that that goes well. Uh, Bucks, Lakers, uh, Bucks. Been inconsistent a bit as of late. Uh, Lakers, of course, are a different team without their stars in there. Uh, Schroeder is basically their main guy uh, on offense uh, when when they're when those guys are out, and he has been playing well. You know, I think he's averaging around twenty points a game, uh, but that that's not going to be enough to to get it done tonight. I don't think. Uh, the Bucks are on a three-game losing slide, so you know that's not good news. For the Lakers, uh, health for the Bucks. You know they look like they're fairly good to go. Uh, Portis out for COVID uh, protocol. Uh, Tucker out with a calf injury, so fairly healthy. And like I said, the uh, James and Davis are both out on this one. So I definitely like the Bucks to be able to get a win here. The money line on Sports Interaction is one twenty-seven. So I, I'm definitely going to look to play probably more on the point spread side of things. Uh, eight and a half points is where that is at currently. I'm looking uh, towards what the Lakers have done at home. So they recently on Sunday squeaked past the Magic, uh, 96 to 93, beat the Cavs 100 to 86, lost to the 76ers, uh, which I think is more relatable to today's game, 109 uh, to 101. So eight points there. So it, it, that that is a tough ask on this one. 
Uh, I wouldn't fault you for for going either way. Uh, the the Bucks are 190 on on the point spread. The Lakers are 192, so the odds are even kind of even there. Uh, for me, I, I think the Bucks are going to win this game. So thinking that point spread is probably pretty darn where it should be. I'm going to lean more into the winning team. At least I like the fact that they have all their good players going tonight and. Uh, and I'm going to look for those guys to get the job done rather than, than taking the Lakers and the points and hoping some lesser-known guys tonight get the, get their job done. Not to saying that that can't happen, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna ride with Giannis on that one. I think that's about it for everything in the NBA, so uh, good luck. Full schedule there. I'm definitely looking forward to a lot of the games, uh, especially that Mavericks-Celtics game, so uh, that'll be good. Uh, looking over to the hockey side of things, the, the schedule is a little lighter for tonight. Uh, we've got the Flyers in to see the Sabres. So we talked about the Sabres and how they're going to win one, and, and, and it's going to be soon, and how Allmark, and it changes who they are a bit, and we can't look at their record uh, you know, really beyond what he's done. So he's been back for a couple games now, hasn't won a game yet. Uh, almost get ones done uh, against this very Flyers team, and and they're up three nothing, and total meltdown uh, by them, and they end up losing the game four three, in which I believe I know it was overtime or a shootout loss, one of the two. But yeah, it, it uh, deflating, disappointing. Uh, after this, I do believe that the Sabres are in to see the New York Rangers, who are hot right now. So uh, I do think the Sabres are in for a win. Like I said, you look at Allmark, he's, he hasn't got his win yet for the year. Uh, before he went down with an injury, he was pretty much a 500 goalie on a bad team. So uh, I think the Flyers, you know, well documented with the Flyers, you know, no goaltending, no defense, um, and, and a lot of players that maybe are a little past their prime on, on the top line. So. Uh, look for the Sabres tonight. Uh, hopefully, tonight's the night. Hopefully, uh, you know, they're paying 262 on the money line. Uh, you could go more conservative and, and chase that puck line with a goal and a half. But if you're going to bet on the Sabres, why go conservative, in, in my opinion? So definitely load me up with the Sabres. Um, and, and yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to cashing in on that one. Uh, Maple Leafs in to see the Jets. Leafs just had a game, which we talked about at the top of this podcast, you know, uh, a game against the Oilers on, um, I believe it was Sunday night, Sunday or Saturday night there on the weekend, and and they're looking to get back back to it. They're playing the Jets, who are right behind them in the standings right now. Uh, Campbell's going tonight, the last I saw, for the Leafs. And for the Jets, they've got uh, Halibut going. Uh, so we've got a pretty good goalie matchup. Campbell's undefeated on the year. And, of course, we know the Jets goaltender all about him. Uh, looking at the money line on this one, the Jets are 216 uh, money line at home. And the Maple Leafs, uh, another odd that kind of sticks out to me is their puck line uh, is 279. They're giving up the goal and a half on the road. I do like the Maple Leafs to get on track tonight. Uh, I, I do think they're going to win this game. Uh, for a couple reasons, a they're coming off a loss. Uh, they got to defend their divisional lead, and uh, Austin Matthews is off the Schneid, so 
Uh, he, he has been contributing as of late. He hasn't really exploded as of yet, so look for that to happen. This is a back-to-back, -back, uh, you know, this is a two-game set with the Jets coming up here, so uh, I, I could see him uh, definitely making some major contributions in this series. So I, I'm going to roll. I don't know if they're going to cover the puck and a half for, for the puck line. You know, you could always have that empty goal situation, so definitely bet within your comfort zone here. I'm going to take, uh, to me, the money line, 171 Maple Leafs is enough. Uh, for me to get on on board with that, so I'm going to take that game. Uh, Coyotes in to see the Avalanche. Uh, I do know that in the previous matchup for these ones, uh, Coyotes did end up winning 5-4. So you know that that alone is something that stood out to me when I was looking at at, at this game and how I might look at wagering on it tonight. Uh, I don't see the Avalanche at home losing again. Uh, I did see that Ranta was expected uh, on the one source that I was looking at today. I don't see that happening. I haven't seen any updates other than he's been week to week. So look for Hill to get in there, who's been okay. Uh, but, you know, okay is not, I don't think it's going to get it done against this Avalanche team tonight at home. To me, it's not a matter of if they're going to lose. It's more of a matter of how much are they going to lose by. Uh, in net for, for the Avalanche, Grubauer is expected. So, uh, you know, he, he's definitely going to keep the goal total low. And I do see that uh, Hill has been updated here as the expected starter for, for the Coyotes. So that makes more sense to me. The, the Avalanche are 8-0-2 in their last 10. So they, they've been rolling here. Um the 134 money line, not very attractive. So I, I'm going to take the avalanche and the goal and the half on this one and, and the 191 uh, odds that come with that and feel pretty good. Uh, another game tonight that I'm really excited about is the uh, the Kings in facing the Knights. And, and the reason I'm excited about this game is I think the Kings have been playing a little bit better. I do believe they're looking to start their... Uh, I don't know, if this is their backup now. Maybe Quick's their backup, but they're, they're 1A, 1B goalies, so the, the better of the two. I think they're starting tonight in Peterson. I, I do like the idea that uh, he, can, he can steal a game for them. Uh, I do like the idea that Los Angeles is on a road-losing streak because, you know, I, I do kind of like to bet against those streaks. Uh, so they've got that losing streak on the go, five games here. The Golden Knights, uh, you know, they're a team where they're just... Obviously, I think they're a better team here, but they're 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 a team that doesn't have a lot of high skilled players. I think that are gonna wipe uh, the Kings off the off the board as far as scoring goes in this one. So I I think it will be close. I, I think the Kings are motivated to get one here tonight. So I, I am gonna gonna lean towards the Kings. And actually, I'm probably gonna go puck line here. I see they're getting in a goal and a half. So. Uh, you could go to the money line. Uh, I'm going to roll with, with the puck line here and the goal and the half and the 168 because I definitely like that. And, uh, yeah, so I'm definitely excited about that game. Uh, Flames in to see the Canucks uh, in what should be a very competitive game. Uh, the Flames, of course, had that coaching change and, and things weren't going well and the coach got changed and they had a couple good games, but it, it's pretty much back to to being mediocre again they are coming off of a, a set with the jets a three-game set where we talked about on this podcast earlier where we thought they'd get one of the three and that's what they did uh they're in to see a canucks team tonight that is 16 18 and 3 on the year uh they the flames in this one are on a three-game road skid so that that's kind of interesting the canucks are six three and one in their last ten the flames four and six uh, for the goalies tonight, uh, 
Uh, Demko, I think, is the starter for the for the Canucks. So, and my Markstrom goes for Calgary. So we've got a pretty good even goaltending matchup here, uh, in my mind. Just a matter of, uh, you know, this one could just be a coin flip tonight. This, this should be a very close competitive game. Uh, looking at what the Canucks have done, you know, they basically got blown out by the Jets 5-1 to one on Wednesday. Uh, so they've been sitting for a week, you know, stewing on that loss and having lost to the Jets 4 nothing before that. So uh, this is a frustrated Canucks team uh, playing a, a frustrated Flames team. So I'm going to roll with the home team in this one. Uh, I like the, the money line here, the Canucks, the 199. Uh, I think they're just a little more crabbier tonight, and, and, and the Flames are, I just, to me, you know, maybe they come in crabby, but uh, they almost come in doubtful too. So I think there's a lot of questions in the Calgary Flames' mind, and uh, I'm not so sure that's the case with the Canucks. I think their mindset is just more having to get after their game instead of questioning it. Uh, Wild are in to see the Sharks. Uh, the Sharks actually just recently squeaked one out in, in a surprise 4-3. So uh, to me, this one's pretty simple. I think Kakinen's in tonight for the Wild. Uh, how can you not want to go with a guy named Kakinen? Uh, and, and then Martin Jones, disappointing Martin Jones. Although he does carry an 11-7-2 record into this game, uh, the, the, uh, the, the supporting stat line tells a different story. Uh, you know, basically that he's been lucky at 329 goals against average, 897 uh, save percentage, and a zero shutout. And given the where this uh, Sharks team is in the standings, you know that that's actually uh, quite the anomaly uh, when you, when you think about it. But I don't think that anomaly is going to get it done tonight against Kakinen. His 12 and five record, his 229 goals against average, his 921 save percentage, and, and especially the Wild looking to avenge uh, you know their recent loss to the Sharks. I do think the Wild are a team that uh, is, is a lower scoring team. They have one line that's kind of keeping them keeping them in games as far as the scoring goes. So I don't see this being a high scoring game at the over under. If you're inclined to play that, the line's at six, so you, you could look to shelter under the under and what could be like a three two two one type game. Uh, I, like I said, I do like the Wild here. Uh, I do like it to be close, so I'm going to shy away from the puck line. Uh, on either team, uh, the Sharks, if you wanted to go that way, the 152, getting the goal and a half at home just isn't very attractive to me because I do think they are going to lose, and it's going to lose by, by goal or more. So, uh, you know, with the empty netter, who knows? So you go to the money line of the Wild, and, and it, it's just not going to matter. So I'll be heading to that and, and, and looking for some good results out of that one. That pretty much covers everything that's happening in the NHL today. So hopefully uh, some of my insights have been helpful to you guys, kind of kind of getting us on track for what looks like to be a busy night. Uh, so we should have lots to talk about tomorrow. Uh, I'm always looking forward to any of your guys' comments, uh, feedback, any, anything you might want me to know and, and, and to make this show better. Uh, I can guarantee you this, this is the lowest budget podcast on the internet. So I appreciate your support. You know, this is a show by an enthusiast for enthusiasts. And, 
And every listener I get, you know, I invite you to connect with me. Uh, I, I'm noticing there have been more and more people checking out the podcast, so I thank you very much. Uh, again, I'm your host, Brock Crocker, uh, your replaceable host, highly replaceable, uh, and, and I get that. So again, thanks for listening. You can get a hold of me at GretzkyRocks at gmail.com, and, and I had to be difficult. Rocks is spelled R-O-X uh, at gmail.com, and if you can't spell Gretzky, then uh, I'm going to assume this is probably the, the first and last time you'll be listening to my podcast. So you guys all have... Have a great day, good luck, and I will catch you on the flip side tomorrow.